Lisa Lanier, who is on with us now. Lanier Law Group is uh, her. Uh, she's president there, LanierLawGroup.com or HireAHeavyweight.com. You know what, Lisa? Chris Tim just told me you posted on social media that you may rewatch the show Six Feet Under with your kids. I love that show. I thought that was oh, it's such a great show. Phenomenal. I thought it was great. And you're also watching Weeds, which I've heard is great, but not seen it. Do you like that one also? Love Weeds. Yeah, you know, and it's it was so long ago, and I'm getting so damn old that I don't remember any of it. So it's like watching it all over again. It's great. Isn't it? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> it's so true. Lisa, we just had a story about a jailer, a guard, who was taking pot brownies, bringing them in from home, and selling them to prisoners. I'm going to ask you, should that be a crime? <laughs> yeah, that, that is a crime. Is that a and crime? That person, is that a real crime? Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a thing that um, people who work in prisons and jails really have to resist all sorts of temptation to use their, their position and their power. And uh, there's a lot of training and monitoring that goes into that. But, man, when... When they screw up, they really throw the book at those guys. So, and we learned in this case, Lisa, that the inmates were paying the deputy mm-hmm. with using something called Cash App. Now, in our understanding, dep- our inmates don't have access to phones. How would they be able to pay this man through an app? They must have had access to either phones or iPads because yep. uh, it wouldn't probably be on a computer. It could be though. It could be on a computer, I guess. Is that right? Or okay. or they get somebody yeah, outside. IPad, you get tablet. Oh, or you tell right. Or you call call to your girlfriend and mm-hmm. tell her to do, tell it. Her to do it. Yeah. Then a similar story here. This is tragic. This was a woman named Amy Lynn Cross who died in prison. Now she's forty one. Uh, an autopsy revealed that she died of meth toxicity after an undetected bag of drugs inside her body broke open after she was booked into the Greeley jail. Now this happened, I guess, uh, I believe it's Greeley, Colorado. Anyhow, she, this was September of 21. So the drugs are inside. She's smuggling drugs in. They break open inside of her and she has meth toxicity. Now she starts showing all sorts of signs of a drug overdose. She's foaming at the mouth. Her fingers are turning blue. She's begging like, help me, take me to the hospital. They don't, they leave her in her cell she dies. So now her family is ready to sue the jail, the prison, over this. And I guess they've got a great case here, Lisa, even though she was doing something wrong by smuggling the drugs in. Am I right on this? Yeah, you're correct. You cannot, The jail cannot withhold medical treatment when it's needed. And here, they, uh, for what the allegation is, for a very long time, she mm-hmm. was in distress, begging to be taken to the hospital. And they were kind of sitting back going, you're faking. We, we don't believe this. You're faking. Oh, man. How much money do you think her family will get out of this? Even though, to me, I mean, she was committing a crime, but they can't withhold medical attention. Right, right. And you get into uh, civil rights violations here and uh, constitutional issues. So, I mean, you may be looking at sometimes he's settled for and it's a death, um, mother of three. Mm. And uh, even though she was going down the wrong path, obviously smuggling meth, but um, still, I think you you would see a pretty good pretty good amount of money for that. I figured somewhere. I would think somewhere, you know, between half a million and a million dollars, probably. Okay, mm-hmm. I thought it might even be more than that after hearing this. I, yeah, but your your numbers are skewed almost always. Yeah, jury. I know. Well, never... no, if the jury gets really angry at them, they might really throw 
and there'll, there'll probably be a punitive allegation. No, don't let's make, make it stick. It's hard to get a punitive against a law enforcement officer. I'll tell you that. He's right, though. I'm always off on my numbers. Yeah, when it comes yeah. to the rewards, your, your your scale is off. What was it? I, I one last year that I was so far off on. Oh, a uh, woman, bank robbery or something? No, or? somebody burned a house. Uh, arson. Oh, yeah. Arson. 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 And you, I said, you thought you'd get life in prison. Y'all told me it'd be like 18 months. <laughs> if that. <laughs> nothing. nothing. I, I hate to, you know, I almost hate to bring this up, but I, I think it, it demands an answer. Mm. When this woman was smuggling the drugs, did she... Swallow them or not swallow? Lisa, do you the know? Didn't it didn't, the story didn't say. It just said a bag of uh, drugs exploded in her system. So I, it, she, probably, she probably had them in her anus. That's usually how it works. And that's actually a terrible delivery system because it's so fast. I don't think it needed to be said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot you had uh, three possible locations. Yeah. I thought her hoo-ha. Same here. I was uh, immediately. I Same. Thought, but they check that. They check they, who's. They, but they check both, don't they, Lisa? They check your hoo-ha in your, as you said. Yeah, hey. I mean, so she, she could have swallowed it, but it's more common, I think, to mm. insert it in the anus. Okay. But, but you can't search your gut. No, that's what I was thinking. Right. You know. But yeah, that may be why they missed it. Maybe she swallowed it. And you do, I think. I think the incidence of it breaking is greater if you swallow. Swallow. It. I concur. Got your stomach acids and yeah. all. But then also to get it out, you've got to, you know, you got. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's that's just part of the drill. Should have done this Family Feud style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Top three answers are on the board. <laughs> Where does a woman smuggle something in? <laughs> Really? Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> I'm gonna say hoo ha. <laughs> Show us <laughs> your hoo ha. <laughs> Dollar values triple on this one. Let's let me talk about this too. Uh, I don't know if there's a lawsuit here or not, but a woman is very upset because she bought a toy for her child on Walmart.com, some sort of remote control item on Walmart.com. It's it was a fake remote. Right? Yes, it was. It was a, a fake remote, and when you push the buttons on the remote, it would make it would laugh or tell a joke, something like that. And then the child's grandmother said, "I thought I heard this toy say drive-by shooting." And sure enough, the woman goes to her social media and says, "Listen to this toy I just bought my child for Christmas." My mom hears something and she calls us all in, and she's like, "It just said something about a drive-by shooting." I'm like, "There's no way." So. Let me see if I can get this quickly enough. You'll Maybe never guess what makes a clip clop, clip clop, bang, bang, clip clop, clip clop, clip clop noise. An Amish drive by shooting. Sold at Walmart. Walmart, explain this. All right. Explain it. Okay. Explain it. Now, Lisa. This is no laughing matter. <laughs> I can't help it. And, and, and yes, the toy has great timing, great comedic timing. Yeah. I want the book thrown at this toy company, and I want the book thrown at Walmart.com. That's one of those jokes that we used to go around forward, 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 forward. Remember when you get lists of jokes? Yes, yes, yes. email? Clippity-clop, clippity-clock, bang, bang. An Amish, <laughs> Amish drive-by shooting. So, is there a lawsuit here, or is it just good enough that uh, OfficeDepot.com, ShopHQ.com, Lowe's, Macy's, and Walmart have all taken it off their sites? Yeah, they're all pulling in, and, it, and they were third-party sellers on those sites, so it wasn't like a Walmart buyer went out and, and examined this product and said, oh, this would be great. You know, they have to take these third-party sellers 
at their own assurances that this is a, it was a, marketed as a toddler toy, mm-hmm. not even just a child's toy, but a toddler toy. <laughs> so um, I don't think there's going to be any lawsuit here. I mean, potentially you could have a consumer based, like a, on these consumer protection laws. Potentially they could try to have like a consumer class action, but I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think it was, it was kind of caught early and stopped. And yep. I think they're going to be pleased with the reaction, but there have been lawsuits like that you know uh, several years ago like back in 2010 mcdonald's was sued over the happy meal toy claiming that it was uh, basically encouraging young children to have an unhealthy lifestyle and it uh i think it was it ended up being tossed out in the u.s but in canada the sort of the twin lawsuit in canada they settled it because they have a strict advertising rule in canada that you can't market unhealthy things to kids under 13 so so certainly you can have these sort of consumer protection class actions, but I don't think you're going to see that. Mm. That's interesting to me. So McDonald's can't use like the McDonald land characters, any and toy, anything like that in Canada to market to kids. They can't advertise it to target children under 13. No. Mm-hmm. Remember I was the only man in America defending jewel for targeting, not uh, the uh, yodeling singer of the nineties. No, no. <laughs> no the, yeah. The, the vaping, the vaping, the e-cig. <laughs> I was the one that said, are they really marketing to kids? And Lisa said, yeah, they are. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bubblegum flavor. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. You, you absolutely owned me on that one. This is a story from overseas, England, where a man has moved into, his name's Barry Carroll, 72 years old. He's an antiques dealer, an antique silver dealer. And he moved outside of London last year and got an apartment meters away from railroad tracks. <laughs> and he is now trying to do anything he can because he is so bothered by the noise of the railway. And he says, yes. Yes, I understand. I'm well aware of where I moved. (laughs) (laughs) But, 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 but they're not supposed to run the trains after 11.30 p.m. And he says it's keeping me up all night and it's killing me here. And he's trying all these different things to try to get him to stop running the trains. I am not a loony. (laughs) (laughs) He says November 21st of last year between 1 and 3 a.m. were the worst two hours of his life. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything he can do? Because his, as a silver dealer, he has to get up at 5 (laughs) a.m. Stuff you got to polish that all the time. <laughs> Can he, Lisa? Is there any law on his side that could make these trains stop running at a reasonable hour? What are your thoughts? Well, bless his heart. The problem is that um, they are only doing these. So they are. There are regulations that say that they're not supposed to run the trains at night unless there's an exigent circumstance, which happens apparently quite often. So. The uh, train company just they let they're being very patient with him and they're letting him know and they're even giving him advance warning in some instances. Look, we're going to have to make a lot of noise tonight. So get ready. <sighs> and, uh, you know, he moved next to the train. You know, so <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're, yeah. they're being really kind not to, you know, kind of give him like the duh, you know, but, but they're, right. they're really they're really being nice and they're trying to work with him and they're trying to avoid, you know, trying to follow those those rules about the noise at night there's um they have in the uk like we do here you know public nuisance and like when people live near a pig farm or something like that if they're not following the rules even if you move next door to it yeah you you know you can do something about that but but here i think the train company is following the rules they just have these emergency situations where they have to 
run the trains at night. Or make, or make repairs to the tracks at night. That's another thing that's been really bothering him. Uh, that was that worst night of his life. They were banging out there making repairs. Horrible. Between, what did he say, 3 and 5 a.m. or 1 and 3 a.m.? Yeah. It was terrible. He did get a wink of sleep, had to get up an hour later. I mean... As a man who if likes, you were if you're running what is it, British Rail or whatever it is, it's pro, I don't know if it's Union or mm-hmm. you know uh, na- nationwide. Would you send him some like really good noise canceling headphones? Well, or there's something? that, and they could do something yeah. like that. I mean, he's earplugs. I mean, get get a sound machine. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you though, if you're right next to a train track, <laughs> it's oh, be, you know it's loud. There's probably loud. nothing he can do, but yeah, he needs to move.